Welcome, welcome, and oh God, look at this hair. Welcome, everybody. Yes, it is the night before the biggest election of our lives. Is that like too? Uh, is that like too dramatic to say that? Is it, is it too dramatic to say that? I think it's the biggest election of our lives, and not for the reason that you all think. Um, I think it's the biggest election of our lives because if Donald Trump wins, we'll actually be able to get rid of a whole of celebrity liberal douchebags. I mean, that's why I think it's the biggest election of our lives. Imagine. Imagine no more Amy Schumer. Imagine no more Whoopi Goldberg, Brian Cranston. <laughs> um, who else? Come on, feed me. Somebody, you guys, feed me the list. And I had this. I I had this list. Feed me the list. Gave me the list of all the douchebags in the uh, liberal world that have said, share, share, we're done with share. We're done with share. So we got share, um, Whoopi Goldberg. Let's see. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Let, let's, uh, I, cause I, let me get on my email here. Uh, uh, cause I have this, uh, I had this list, um, and I wanted to uh, go through. I was actually going to go through it uh, last week or the week before, and then we—I don't know—we got uh, sidetracked, uh, and I was like, "Ah, we'll do it," uh, you know, the night before the election. And then we'll, we'll 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 do it then. Okay, here we go. We got share. You got Amy Schumer. You got Brian Cranston. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Holy macro. If we got rid of Miley Cyrus, that would be phenomenal. And then she's got to take the uh, the achy, breaky heart uh, dad of hers with her. Oh, Chelsea Handler. Oh, good. I, I hate Chelsea Handler. She's gone. Um, let's see. Oh, Streisand. Oh, yes. <laughs> Streisand would be gone. Oh, my God. And if Streisand's gone, holy moly. You know how many drag queens will be gone if Barbara Streisand leaves the country? Lena Dunham. Oh, God, would that be phenomenal? No more of that fat bastard running around Hollywood anymore. Gone. 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 It'd be gone. Oh, it'd be so great. It'd be so great. It'd be so great. So, uh, listen. Streisand gone. Schumer gone. Um, 
Keegan and Michael Key. Uh, that's uh, Key and Peel. Gone. Lena Dunham, Chelsea Handler, Miley Ray Cyrus, Nev Campbell. I, I don't even think Nev Campbell's really uh, relevant right now. So I'm, her leaving really wouldn't make a difference because she's not in anything right now. She's not doing anything right now. I guess she did House of Cards season four, but I think House of Cards kind of ran its course of awesomeness. I mean, I watched season one, and I think I started season two, but I don't know. After that, it was kind of like, yeah, okay, Kevin Spacey, we get it. Okay, you're the evil, conniving president, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. But Brian Cranston? Yes. No one cares about Brian Cranston since Breaking Bad's over. Now, Breaking Bad was still around, uh, then maybe we'd have a problem. We, we don't want Cranston to go. We don't want Walt to go. But there's no more Walt. We got Better Call Saul. There's no, there's no Walt. So Cranston, out of here. So I think this is why the election tomorrow is the uh, biggest election of our lives because we can get rid of a whole bunch of celebrities. Samuel L. Jackson, eh, he's not really that relevant uh, anymore. Although, all those damn Capital One commercials do get annoying, so it would be nice to not see him anymore. It'd be great, guys. It'd be great. So just remember that, okay? All my never-Trumpers, all you little douchebags, just imagine America without Amy Schumer. Imagine America without Cher. Imagine America without Jon Stewart. I just got reminded John Stewart. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I mean, she's not really that relevant anymore, so it's not like we see her all the time. Al Sharpton said he would leave. Oh, oh, God. Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton and... Whoopi Goldberg, just them two, is worth you never Trumpers. Just pulling that lever, just just pulling the lever for Trump. Just just pull it. No more Whoopi Goldberg. Whew. Huge, effing huge. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Who else? Give me some other ones. Who else? Let me look. I got, like I said, I had, I got a bunch of different emails everybody sent me. Let me see. Uh, who the hell's Katie Hopkins? <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Who's uh, Barry Diller? Oh. 
great to get rid of Barry Diller. There's so many people that would leave if Trump became president. Eddie Griffin? Eddie Griffin said he's moving to Africa. Eddie Griffin is moving to Africa if Trump won. Uh, okay. Eddie Griffin, again, he's one of those people that have been relevant for a long time. So, or he leaves, we won't know. Okay? <laughs> he won't know. Eddie Vedder said he'll leave again. Pearl Jam hasn't put out, in, I don't know, 10 plus years. And I think when they did put out a record, it wasn't that good. Pearl Jam hasn't been good since Versus. So it really, I don't think, makes a big deal if Vedder is gone. Alec Baldwin, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Wouldn't have to see him in any of those horrible Woody Allen com- uh, movies, those commercials that I keep seeing. Omar Hardwick. Who the hell is Omar Hardwick? Ari Hardwick. Who's Amari? Let me call on Amari. Another one that doesn't matter. Yeah, no. Amari Hardwick. I don't know. So there you go, guys. If you if you don't if you need more of a reason to vote Trump tomorrow, just think. Share. Miley Ray Cyrus. John Stewart, Streisand, um, Diller, Eddie Griffith, man, what a, Schumer, Dunham, no more, could you imagine that, you you wouldn't have to see those slobs naked anymore, Schumer and Dunham, oh God, if we can only this could only pan out. If it could only pan out. Gotta pray. I, I must do one of the prayers tonight. Sometimes I pray to adult Jesus, but I find baby Jesus. Um, well, not that I've gotten anything from praying to either Jesus, but I feel that I, I've come a lot closer. When I pray to baby Jesus, because I think the baby Jesus definitely has more sympathy uh, for me when I'm praying. Adult Jesus, like, you know, old Jesus, you know, long beard, the dirty hair Jesus. He doesn't seem to have sympathy for me, but the baby Jesus, like major Jesus, cute little baby Jesus. He seems to he seems to get me close. He seems to get me close. Get me close. So I'm gonna to have to give one of the baby Jesus prayers that we've done on the air before. You know we've done it. We've well we've we've prayed to baby Jesus for certain people's death, like Wolf Blitzer, <laughs> Anderson Cooper. We have yes we have. I know it's wrong. To use baby Jesus in that type of way as an instrument of death. I know it's wrong. But hey, you know, drastic, drastic measures call for drastic times or vice versa. 
Uh, everybody's uh, often here <laughs> throwing me signs. I got signs everywhere of different uh, people. They want uh, they want me to do the prayer for. It. Listen, just <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, all right, guys. Okay, <laughs> I just got this one. Hold on. Frick share. Forget Miley. Forget Reverend Al. George Lopez. George Lopez said he's moving. Now, I know Lopez has been relevant in a while, but every month or, or every, every year or so, one of those networks give him a show. They give beaten up whatever uh, Latino activists hold the power at that moment. And they go, hey, man, you know, there's no, there's no Latino show on, on right now, you know? And they're like, oh, okay, we'll call Lopez up. The guy's had like five different shows. He's their go-to. The fact that he, the fact that he, We'll leave. All right. Should we do it? I'm getting calls. I'm getting, I got three emails that are saying do it. I, I got over in the green room. They're pointing at, they're doing. All right, here we go. We're doing the prayer. Get ready. I'm doing the prayer. Here we go. We're going to do it. Everybody wants me to do it. Here it is. In the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit. Baby Jesus, I'm praying to you right now with all the love in my heart. Oh, it's been about three weeks since I prayed to you about the death of Wolf Blitzer and Don Lemon. And I know they're still alive, so you were not listening or you weren't paying attention. You're blowing me off. But I'm back. For another prayer, another, another asking, baby Jesus. I'm begging you. I'm begging you to make Donald Trump win the election tomorrow. Baby Jesus, please use all the power that you have in your little baby fingers and in your baby toes. In your baby belly and in those baby eyes. I'm asking you, please, baby Jesus, make him win Utah. Yes, make him win the Mormon state. Yes, please, baby Jesus. If anything, then to worship. Anybody but you uh, is bad, real bad, baby. Uh, Did I mention Florida? Let me mention Florida again. If I mentioned it in the first request of states to win Florida again. And then, baby Jesus, make Donald Trump flip. 
Michigan, maybe Pennsylvania. I'm not sure if it's out of the reach, but nothing's out of the reach of your baby fingers, is it? Because you can do anything. You're baby Jesus. So please, baby Jesus. And when you say, well, Rob, why? Do you want a better economy? Do you want uh, the Obamacare um, to be gone so you can get health insurance from other competing states or companies that will compete? And in turn, your premiums will be lowered than the 17% hike that uh, you were just told about Friday? Is it so that the illegal that uh, cleans the hallways at your apartment gets deported? Not because he's an illegal, but because he does a real crappy job. Real crappy job. Baby Jesus, it's a no to all of these. I will, I will, I will pay the 17% hike in premiums. Don't care. I will have a messy, dirty hallway dollars a month for this penthouse apartment. I, I will. I don't care. I don't care, baby Jesus. I don't care. Baby Jesus, I just want Miley Ray Cyrus to leave the United States of America. Barbara Streisand leave the United States of America. I want Eddie Griffin to leave the United States of America. Amy Schumer and her fat friend, Lena Durham, to leave the United States of America. I want Cher. Yes, I want Cher, that old sea sucker. I want her to leave the United States of America. I want George Lopez to leave the United States of America. I want John Stewart to leave the United States of America. Samuel Jackson, gone. Say share, I'll say it again. Share, gone. Baby Jesus, forget insurance premiums. Forget my messy haul. Forget all of those things. It means nothing. Please, baby Jesus, make Donald Trump win the states that I mentioned so that these celebrities will be on. Amen. Thank you, baby Jesus. I love you. I love love you, and I love you, and I love you. I love you. The book is the Bible. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is the prayer to baby Jesus. We'll see if he answers them. All right. Let's get on with the show. Now, it's kind of weird because to get into everything that has happened is kind of moot. We can talk about what Comey did over the weekend, but it feels moot. We can get into that are out right now, but it feels moot. We can get into a new emails, some some wiki emails, but it seems moot. Because at the end of the day, all of this stuff doesn't matter. 
Those who are going to vote for Hillary are going to vote in less than 12 hours. Those who are going to vote for Trump are going to vote in less than 12 hours. Unless in the 12 hours we get a video of Hillary Clinton and Huma Abedin molesting a 12-year-old child who's chained in the basement of Anthony Weiner's parents' house. Nothing is going to change. The little douchebags that are going to pull the lever for Nothing is going to change. The never Trump douchebags, scum that they are, who are going to vote for Hillary. That they are. Your Glenn Becks, your Ben Shapiro's. Your typical child. They are the child that takes his ball and goes home. Take He's not getting what he wants, so he takes the ball and goes home. Everybody's standing around going, well, wait a minute. Or can't play, you got the ball. Really? You're take it and go home and prevent all of us from playing because you didn't get it your way? Really? So we could sit here and we will. We have some time to kill. <laughs> and go through newly released hacks involving CNN, involving CNN hacks. Not like hack email, but like hacks, like hack tapper and wolf blitzer. But again, is it going to matter in less than 12 hours when people start voting? Of course not. Now, where it's going to matter is after tomorrow night. Where it's going matter is after tomorrow night. Because after tomorrow night, after tomorrow night, the video game gets unplugged. Candyland gets turned over. The fire out. Everything changes tomorrow. If Trump wins, everything changes. If Hillary wins, Everything changes times 10. So between that is going to shift the little douchebags that are going to vote for Hillary, the never Trump douchebags who are going to vote for Hillary. And the good Republicans who don't necessarily like Trump, but they know, or Trump. And they're not going to go down giving up and handing 
the presidency to Hillary. So they're going to vote for Trump, and nothing's going to change that. And, of course, Trump supporters who are going to line up in droves. Line up in droves. Oh, here we are on the eve. Let's break down a bunch of happenings and what transpired over the Now, last week about my friend in Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita. Who gave me the grand plan of what was going to happen with Comey. He's an avid listener of uh, the Alex Joneses and the Hannity's and the Rouches. So he was giving me the general consensus of Comey doing all of this to help Hillary and the Democrats deflect the WikiLeaks and all the other things that were coming out. And then ultimately, he would clear her. Now, I said that was a huge, huge gamble. I didn't believe it. Because ultimately, those WikiLeaks drops were still being covered, albeit not heavy, but heavy regardless. The media is, by and large, ignored the WikiLeaks emails. They've ignored them. They've acted like they don't exist. going to cover them because there's handfuls of these emails that implicate a bunch of their own people, i.e. Donna Brazil. So they would never have covered these leaks with roundtable discussions and so forth and so on, if the Comey emails never happen, buy that theory. And I don't buy that theory. Now, what I think happened was this was a This was an attempt to do what the media did to Bush when they released the drunk driving incident, the DUI incident, right before the election. Tightened the polls. I mean, let's face it, Al Gore 
lost the election by 540-some-odd votes, 600 votes. Yeah, I know he won the popular vote, but he lost Florida. He needed to win Florida. He lost the Electoral College but won the popular vote. And in our democracy, our republic, we do the Electoral College, which doesn't really make sense. And I know the Founding Fathers didn't create the Electoral College with a thought of creating an advantage for the Democrats as far as immigration and so forth and so on. I mean, I'm not going to be that conspiratorial in the silly kook realm, but it is what it has become. It is what it has become. I think anybody that was on the fence, they were flip-flopping, and I don't think there's a lot, but at an election that's this close, which we always said it would be, the media created this narrative of Hillary winning in a landslide. And that was to skew people's perception close for the last three weeks. Couldn't have. They had to make it sound like it was going to be a Hillary blowout. So that way you can depress the Trump vote because you're seeing spikes in different areas with pre-election ballot counting, whether it's in Florida or it's in North Carolina, you're seeing trends that you didn't see in 2012 and 2008. Now, yes, you're also seeing spikes as it pertains to the Hispanic vote. But let's face it, if a spike in Hispanic vote one way, you have the black vote down, and you have a spike in the white vote, a lot of that stuff is wash. Because none of us were talking about Ohio being Romney's state four years ago. He's talking Ohio Being McCain's state, nobody was. So I think in this close election, what Comey, Obama, and you see how quick, see how quick that whole controversy died down because remember the Democrats were crying foul Comey needs to be investigated he did this to help the Republicans he 
did this to help the Republicans. How dare he do this? There's something going on. There's serious corruption going on. Oh, my God. He's going to... Tim Kaine was talking about Comey's working with the Republicans to sink Hillary. All that. Pelosi. Reed. Remember Reed wrote that letter? There's something going on. There's corruption. You don't hear from any of them today, do you? You didn't hear from any of them yesterday night, did you? Now they're all happy. They're all happy. Media killed it. Media pretended. Because, again, it makes the Dems look silly. Makes the Dems look silly because screaming about Comey being corrupt. They're screaming about Comey being in the tank Republicans. We uh, we we, we reviewed the six hundred and something emails, and they're pretty much the same, pretty much the same stuff that we looked at before, duplicates and personal stuff so at the end of the day all those emails that were found on the pedophile computer didn't change one iota as far as bringing criminal charges against Hillary so nothing to see here good day if Comey was corrupt the day before and was working for the Republicans before. Was in bed with Donald Trump and his crew, i.e. Rudy Giuliani, a day before. What's it mean the day after? Is he still in bed with the Republicans? Is he still in bed with Trump? Is he still in bed with Giuliani? Think about it to that small fringe, and in an election like this that's very, very close, you create a sympathy vote. You create a vote, and again, even if it's only 100,000 people, even if it's only 200,000 people, if it's 30,000 in Pennsylvania or 40,000 in Florida or 20,000 in Ohio or 10,000 in North Carolina. That can shift that state. So if you get information voters who are, and when the Comey information came out, Last week went, oh, now I got to just, I'm going to have to vote for Trump. I, I yeah, they can't, I, they're going to, I'm going to have to do it now. I mean, geez, this is bit. And then the information comes out yesterday from Comey. And that low information voter goes, wow, they, they really are going uh, after her. They, they really are messing with her, you know. 
they did all this on purpose. I'm going to go back to my initial vote, which is Hillary Clinton, because this just proves that this poor woman is has been being attacked year after year after year. <sighs> which is kind of like, to me, the Bush DWI vote. Ah, do I want to vote for for Gore? Do I want to vote for Trump? Oh God, maybe I'll vote for Bush, or yeah, maybe I'll vote for Bush. What? Drunk driving, and his daddy got him. What? You know, I had experience with drunk driving before. My son was in an accident by a drunk driver. God damn it. I'm going to vote for Al Gore. That's my opinion. Who am I? A jerk off on the radio. But it's my opinion. And when you're dealing with an election that's this close, that one, two, ten, twenty, forty, hundred, Those low-information voters count. They count. They count. And that flip-flop, that Comey going from, well, we think there's fire here, we think there's a lot of fire here, Oh, there's no fire. Doesn't change our mind. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. That gets the sympathy vote. That gets a few of those people who go, Oh, that poor woman. Look what they're doing to that poor woman. Oh, that poor woman. First it was the husband praying his seed on young women. And then it's that Anthony Weiner. Now it's FBI. It's just all men. It's just my opinion. Because let's face it. 650,000 emails. They went through every single email in the span of what? Eight days? Nine days? Went through every single email. Well, Rob, some of those were duplicates. They have programs that were duplicates. So everyone was a duplicate? And imagine that. You're allowed to have Duplicate? I mean, if they're duplicate, are they the duplicates that had the C? Are they duplicates that had the C? Remember the C that Hillary goes, I don't know, is that alphabetical? A, B, C, D, what? No, I... Did any of that information show up in the duplicate? 
we are going to legitimately have all the answers we could possibly get from this whole home-brewed email server scandal. Kind of like once Obama's out of office, we're going to find out a whole bunch of stuff about him. We're going to, I guarantee you, he might not even wait until the inauguration of the next president. Or maybe he'll give all of us that respect. But my feeling is within a year, find out a whole bunch of stuff that we all go, ah, we told you. And it's like, yeah, eight years too late, stupid. It'll be the same thing with this Hillary stuff. If she wins, the Clinton Foundation and the investigation that's going on will produce indictments. A whole bunch of people will go down. But guess what? The election's over. Doesn't matter. Trump's not the president. If Hillary gets impeached, it's going to go to Tim Kaine. It stays in the family. It's not really a constitutional crisis unless Tim Kaine suddenly dies. That won't be the case. So that's my two cents on the Comey investigation. We're going to find more out on the Comey investigation. If Hillary wins, is Comey going to stay on? He still has time left on his term. Is he going to stay on, or will he be out at the FBI? Will we see the notes on this investigation, will we see the emails that were duplicates? And we got news today that Hillary's maid printed out classified information for her. Again, we know that's not a big deal in the liberal world. But I would think it would... A little troubling. And I think what's even more troubling is Hillary Clinton has done all of these things as A, being a Clinton. Somebody who is married to a former two-term president. She's a former senator. She was Secretary of State. So in turn, 
she feels she's above all the rules and all the laws that we all have to abide by. I mean, imagine if any of us comparing our own handling of emails. I mean, I watched Newsweek or Time or one of those liberal hack magazines do the got rid of emails. Listen, we're not talking about private citizen type stuff, but uh, just imagine if you can you have done deep 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 you were not I made some mistakes and that was that Clinton and Bill Clinton have never ever paid for any of the that they have done. Bill Clinton what he's gotten away with. Imagine Hillary Clinton has done all of these things. Just think about this for a minute. And that's why I say we'll so much more after tomorrow. It's going to start Thursday. Well, Wednesday, actually. I think everybody have over Wednesday, but then it will start Wednesday. But Hillary's done what she's done. Bill's done what he's done. I would imagine if she become president, feel she's entitled to do what she's entitled to get away with. Just imagine that. Look at the stuff she's gotten away with. And that's just being Secretary of State. Now has a foundation that helps people with AIDS. And because foundation somehow gives people some medicine for AIDS, he's able to do whatever he wants. And if you say to somebody, oh, man, Bill Clinton, what? What? How long are you going to punish the guy for? You know how good he does for people with AIDS? Oh, okay. They're going to get away with Imagine. The new video out tonight of her on the tarmac, stumbling, like another one of those. Hillary moments, not as bad, but it's still, uh, you know, how is this woman going to make it through four years? How is she going to make it through four years? Always a running joke. 
president ages in four and eight years. Of the job, everything that goes into being the president of the United States just beats the hell. Beats the hell out of whoever is the president. Hillary can hardly be up straight for when you go to Judge right now, go to Judge Report. I know it's CNN and MSNBC, CNBC are bastions of honesty and, and, and holiness. I mean, you bring up Drudge, oh, it's a website. Well, what the hell is CNN? What's MSNBC, a-hole? But if you go to Drudge, you see her basically being held to the limo or the seat. She actually looks drugged up. She actually looks drugged up. But imagine what they get in four years they tomorrow. Imagine. So, we're going to hear more after tomorrow. Doesn't win. We're still getting more. If Trump pulls it up, Still going to hear about Hillary Clinton and these emails and things that are emails. Okay, so we're going to take a break. Don't go away. Don't cry. Everybody's always bitching and moaning when we take a break, but we got to take a break. And we have to build a wall. Be right back. Yeah. 
It's a mandate. You guys remember that? She was going to Texas. She was going to Oklahoma. She's going to Utah. She's going to all these threads. It's going to run up the score. She wants to get a mandate. That way she could put universal health care in. She could go and, and nuke Russia. Announce open borders, grant citizenship to the 11 or 12 million illegals, set up little enclaves of Muslims in every single city across the United States of America. Hell, kill the national anthem because it's racist. You remember all this. It's going to romp the score. That's why the polls had her at plus 12. AP had her at like plus 15. They had Trump supporters going, what's the point of voting? What's the point of voting? We're done. It's over. They did their job. Can't have Hillary up 12, and then she either loses or only wins by a point or two because everything everybody said about polls and about the media is validated. So they had to bring those polls back in line with what all the polls have always known, which is the country is evenly divided, give or take, four or five million. And if you got four or five other million to actually be motivated, they would vote against the Democrats and in turn the little agenda would be crushed. But you just got to get these people motivated. So now individuals and asking themselves asking each other hey how is it that back in 08 back in 2012 Obama had these rallies these massive rallies where he was filling up stadiums not once in a while but on a regular basis so then in turn it got translated into landslide wins because McCain could have a gymnasium. We all remember 08 and 12. Obama filled stadiums. Romney and McCain, not so much. So when Obama won, it was like, well, yeah, of course. Look, and have a number one rated show, but yet everybody you talk to despises it. Can't have a show that's doing eight, ten, fifteen million viewers week after week. Yet you can't find a single person that watches the show and likes the show. Doesn't work like that. 
And in this election cycle, the person that has all the crowds, person that has the rock star status. Remember, that's what everybody called Obama. He's a rock star. He's like a a rock star status. Fills arenas. He's a rock star. The person that has the rock star status is Trump. We're constantly told Hillary Clinton is crushing him. Doesn't make sense. It absolutely doesn't make sense. If you have two candidates going to the same state, the same areas, give or take 100 miles of each other, one does 10,000, the other one does 2,000. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Even Tim Kaine, and I know it's a VP. Who cares about a VP? Well, Sarah Palin had thousands of people that showed up to watch her back in 08. Tim Kaine does a rally in Florida. Like 80 people show up. I, I, I could get more people at a rally in Florida. So now the media knows this. The Democrats know this. The elites know this. So what do they do? Because everybody focuses on those final week to two weeks of a campaign. You get Hillary out there with celebrity. People that people will come out to see, especially if it's free. So now, what happens? Oh, yeah, look, I get it. Yeah, Hillary's going to win. Look at all those people they're there for her. They're not there for her. They're not there for her. They're there to see Jay-Z and Beyonce give a free concert. Because their goddamn tickets are $200 a piece. That's why. And tonight was the same. Hell, tonight. Tonight was almost like a festival. It was. It was almost like a festival. Where it's a guarantee sellout. It's like Metallica's Summer Sanitarium Tour from 15 years ago. Metallica, Corn, Lincoln Park, Disturbed. Playing at the Coliseum. 95,000 people there. Tonight, tonight, you put on CNN and you're thinking, you're thinking it's Obama from 08. You're thinking it's Obama from 08 at Independence Mall in Philly. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people are there. There's Hillary talking. The flags behind her. CNN's cutting from her to the crowd. And you're like, holy moly. This is like a Trump rally. This is like a Obama rally. Uh-uh. 
No, 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 no. It's a festival. Because earlier in the night, you had Bill Clinton. Barack Obama. Michelle Obama. John Bon Jovi. Bruce Springsteen. This is a festival. You show up just to be part of, forget a movement, just because Monday night, it's free. We get to watch Slippery One Wet Bon Jovi. You give love a bad name. Shot to the heart. It's awesome. I'm not a big Springsteen fan, but come on. Born in the... I mean, you're going. If you're living in Philly, you're like, what do you want to do tonight? Dude, let's get really high and go see Springsteen. Where, where's Springsteen playing? Ah, that, that old hag Hillary's doing some type of rally. But Springsteen and... Bon Jovi are going to be, oh, dude, I'm down. Let's get loaded. So then you put on the television, and you're thinking there's 20 people there for Hillary Clinton. They're not there for Hillary Clinton. They're there to see Slippery When Wet. Wanted dead or alive. Born in the USA. Glory days. And a moment of body days. That's what they're going to say. They're not going to say Hillary. Maybe they'll go see Obama. Maybe they'll go see Bill Clinton. When they're playing at a festival, they can't take credit for 95,000 people there to see them. Yeah. More than half of the people are there to see them. The other half are there because it's a festival. It's like, oh, we get to see all these bands and Metallica. Why else would I pay $250 for a ticket? But Friday to now, the elites, the media, the liberals, everybody gives this impression like there's this excitement. Oh, my God. going to be the first woman president oh my god no there's no excitement absolutely not one iota of excitement people are showing up at independence mall to see bruce springsteen to see bon jovi bill clinton barack obama and oh yeah the old coughing Hag. Hillary Clinton. (laughs) We're going to charge the rich people for all the college bills. That's it. So if you just got engaged into this election in the last week, you're thinking, oh my God, Hillary Clinton has got the excitement, the enthusiasm, the youth. Whoa, everybody's going for it. No, they're not. Your typical liberal, Democrat, free stuff. 
college, vote for us, free. Health care, vote for us, free. Come out in this freezing cold weather at Independence Hall. Guess what? You get to see Springsteen, free. Come over to this other horribly cold place, Cleveland. You get to see Beyonce, free. And this is the only time you're ever going to be able to see this stuff for free. Bruce Springsteen's never going to be doing concerts for free again. Hey, Bruce, you're a liberal. You're a big douchebag. You should be doing some free shows, you know, like free college. What are you talking about? I don't even know how to do a Bruce Springsteen accent. But he's a douchebag. Hey, Jay-Z, Beyonce, you're going to do some more free shows? You're going to come out to L.A. and do... They can look at what you say, man. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. Yeah, exactly. Hey, none of these a-holes are doing anything for free. You don't see Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi, Beyonce and Jay-Z pulling a couple million dollars. Hey, you put in five, you put in five, you put in five. Hey, we got 50 million. Let's go out of this 50 million and cut $100,000 checks to poor people that will put them through college. It'll buy them a car. It will do all the... You don't see them doing that. Of course not. You could eradicate... Think, of, think about the issue that we have in this country that liberals are constantly telling everybody... Is the rich people's fault. Because they don't pay their fair share. They don't pay their fair share. They Republican. Imagine. If you got all these. Rich. Hollywood. Liberal. Douchebags together. Made them all pitch in. Think about what could be eradicated. You could give health insurance to tens of millions of people. You could put tens of thousands, millions of people through college. You could do so much stuff. If you got 10 of the richest, liberaliest douchebags, had them all kicking 5 million bucks. You're talking billions. Talking billions. But of course not. Think about it. Bill Maher gave a million dollars to Obama. And yet, through this election cycle, he was a Bernie supporter. Because Hillary and Obama didn't do nothing for eight years. Bill Maher's most precious, most beloved, think about it. His most precious and most beloved issue is legalizing marijuana, rescheduling it, decriminalizing it. And under eight years of Obama, that was not done. That was not done. It's basically... 
a state right issue that if you applied state right issue to abortion and gay marriage, liberals lose their minds. With marijuana, it's fine. It's a state rights issue. Hey, man, Colorado has recreational marijuana. It's legal. They leave them alone. The people voted. Okay. Well, the people of California also voted against gay marriage. Well, that's different. Why is that different? Because it's something that you want? Texas voted against late-term abortion. Well, that's wrong. Why? Why is that wrong? I thought it's a state rights thing. It's only a state rights thing for weed. It's only a state right thing for weed and assisted suicide. You're allowed to help your buddy kill himself if he's terminally ill. That's a state right thing. If you say, hey, man, that's wrong. Well, the state of Oregon voted on it. Okay, well, the state of Texas said no gay marriage. State voted against transgender bathrooms. Well, that's wrong. Okay. Sorry. Okay, there. All right, we're. I don't know where we are. We're the thirty. We're at the three. Whatever. Bleep that. All right. Hit the dump button. Goddamn gnat flying around me. Bleep that. Said to the people tonight at the uh, Independence Mall there, and Phil were not there. Listen to Hillary Clinton screaming like nut job. Follow me. They're there to give the impression that there's some type of enthusiasm. There's some type of excitement. There's all these people. And guys, listen. Michelle, I've got to show up in Philadelphia. In state that is supposed to be on Democratic lockdown, you know their internal poll is a little fuzzy. When they're in Cleveland and you got LeBron James, Jennifer Lopez, and Jay Z, you got all of this star power, a Democratic lockdown. You know their internal polling is fuzzy. You know that this landslide, this running up the score, is not real. The media creation festivals at Independence Mall and in Cleveland. When they're running festivals with all of these people to get 
enthusiasm, their internal polling is fuzzy. Forget the CNN poll polls. The CNN poll polls that have Hillary Clinton up by five. Listen, if Hillary Clinton was up by five, there wouldn't be a festival going on. Early returns. Look at the surge of Latinos. Yeah, well, look at the surge of whites. Stupid. Talking about a million more white voters. Numbers. They're talking about the Latino surge. Oh, 400, 800. Yeah. And you're talking about million more white. Oh, that doesn't count. Why doesn't that count? And why do you think this surge means every single Latino is voting for Hillary? Why? That's why I said when we began this show, there's a lot of things we could talk about that are really going to move. Because in less than 12 hours, people are going to vote. In less than 12 hours, people are going to vote. Start hearing stuff. God, what? Uh, I'm, I'm on the West Coast, but I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow for my unborn child at 2. That means it'll be 5 o'clock on the East Coast. They'll already start kicking out news. By 2 o'clock, already be news. Wow, well, the exit poll is showing this, and they were, and uh, there are must have been 7 million Mexicans in line in Philadelphia. Okay. All right. We got it, CNN. We can hang over, and then Thursday starts. Whoever wins. Things are going to be shuffled. Things are going to be shuffled. So, purse. Yes. Hillary Clinton, hot sauce, and her purse. Rob's Carry Show. Be right back. What's something that you always carry with you? Hot yes. sauce. Really? You, yeah. Yeah. Really? Are you getting information right now? <laughs> Hot sauce. Hot sauce in my bag, Swag? Hot sauce. Really? Yes. Now, listen, yes. I just want you to know, people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pandering to black people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it working? Yeah. <laughs> okay. not, no, seriously. Hot sauce. So I've, been, I've been eating a lot of hot sauce. A lot of... Uh, Raw peppers and hot sauce. That's why you're coughing. You might need to slow down. I need to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a rebellion against it uh, because I think it keeps my immune system strong. Oh. I really do. I think hot sauce is good for you. <clears throat> oh, Jesus Christ. That's disgusting. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Rob's Carey Show. All right, so let's, real quick, and I know we um, talked about this in the beginning of the show, and that being uh, new wiki drop uh, with the emails and things that we said are technically uh, going to be uh, moot tomorrow. It's going to be moot. But 
the effects are going to last a, a very long time. Long time. Depending on who wins, the effects are are, are going to last for months and months and months, and in some cases, years. Now, we've been talking from day one about the media and how it's not even corrupt, how unbelievably dangerous we are as a country when the media is controlled by one political party. Hell, any political party for that matter. And when you're talking about a possible Hillary Clinton presidency, you throw in the media. You throw in the media to that mix. And we are now, in an essence, a Saudi Arabia. We are a China. We are a Russia. If Hillary Clinton wins, and I've said this on this show countless times before, and I'll say it again. If Hillary Clinton wins, we will have had a Clinton or a Bush in the White House for 40 years. Yes, for 40 years. One way, shape, or form, there has been a Clinton or a Bush in the White House. Whether it was uh, old man Bush as vice president, whether it was um, Hillary Clinton as secretary of state, But there's been a Bush or a Clinton, if Hillary wins tomorrow, in the White House, when she um, finishes her first term for 40 years. And then when you throw in the media being an extension of the Democrat Party, and in this case, the ruling party, you have a monarch. You have a communist. You have a dictatorship. You have something that does not resemble a democracy. You have something that does not resemble a republic. And all those years that liberals have told you, oh, this is just a Republican heresy. You're just a kooky, nutty Alex Jones fan. You believe in chemtrails. You believe in Newtown being a hoax. You are crazy. You want... And the WikiLeak dumps validated every Republican, every independent, everybody that says the media controlled by Democrats. Now, you all know about 
the Donna Brazil emails. Donna Brazil, CNN employee who fed Hillary Clinton debate questions. You all know that. It's a fact. CNN has tried to bear that story. And CNN knows they control the message. CNN knows that when you're sitting, waiting for uh, your connecting flight to the airport, the news you are getting is from them. So if they don't report on the Donna Brazil issue, information voter doesn't know about it. doesn't exist. The tree fell in the woods, almost around, so guess what? The tree didn't fall. There was no sound. There was nobody there to witness the falling or hear the thud. And if people, the information voters, don't get the news that you've had all these CNN correspondents, all these ABC News correspondents, all these NBC correspondents, all these reporters hanging out with John Podesta's crew at these swanky lunch and dinner parties, then it happens. If CNN and these other news organizations aren't reporting on Gloria Borger emailing John Podesta, and that's giving them a reach around, you're a rock star. You're a TV star. You're just, oh, God. That didn't happen. So now, today, I said it's moot. Not as far as it's not going to be moot. After But CNN is one. They're getting questions. They're, they're, they're going back and forth with the DNC on what to ask Trump and Ted Cruz during interviews by Hack Tap and Wolf Blitzer. So you got these email leaks now showing uh, DNC search director Lauren Dillon soliciting things for Wolf and Hack to ask Trump Bruce. I mean, that's insane. It really is insane. Absolutely insane. Like I've said before, whether it's Sean Hannity or Eric Bowling, they don't make any names. They are impartial. 
says, I despise Hillary Clinton. I despise Democrats. They horrible. And on the flip, Rachel Maddow, Lawrence O'Donnell, don't talk about how their news are impartial and they just report the news. No. No. Don't do that. They say we hate Republicans. But then it's the organization that doesn't play those games. It, they say they don't. After years and years and years of Republicans, the proof is here. DNC.org. DNC executives going back and forth with CNN people. Going back and forth with their Comparing things. So Wolf Blitzer and Hack Jake Tapper are on the same page. And to put the cherry on top of this dictator. <laughs> That's what it's like, this dictatorship. You have the CNN vice president and Washington bureau chief, Virginia Mosley's husband, Thomas Nides going back and forth with John Podesta. And I think is more revealing, this Thomas Nides served as a deputy secretary of state Hillary Clinton. And his name's being thrown around. as somebody that will be a part of Hillary's cabinet should she win tomorrow. I mean, just think about that. The vice president of CNN, the VP of CNN, this woman, Virginia Mosley, the Washington bureau chief, has a husband that served in the Obama administration under Hillary Clinton. I mean, forget the emails. Forget the questions being given to the Clinton camp from Donna Brazile. Don't you think that's more troubling? Don't you think a conflict of interest where you have somebody that's the vice president of what is supposed to be the biggest news organization, doctor's offices, airports, the woman who's the vice president. Her husband is part of the Obama slash Clinton administration. I mean, you don't need WikiLeak emails to say, hey, 
There's corruption here. The media is an extension of the Democrat Party. Stop. This is creepy. This is a monarchy. This is a dictatorship. This is communism. Get now why everybody was freaked out when Trump kept saying everything is rigged. Everything is rigged. Everything is rigged. People were saying this is so dangerous. We are looked at as great democracy. And when one of the presidential candidates is saying things are rigged, it undermines our message. Exactly. Because the establishment knows that it's rigged. The establishment knows that in the United States of America, the illusion of freedom and the illusion that every vote counts and the illusion that everybody's playing by the same rules is exactly that, an illusion. It's not real. They work real hard to make us feel that it's real. Real hard to make us think that it's real. And when we question it, we're called crackpots and crazies. And that's why I say, after tomorrow, the WikiLeaks dumps are not going to end. The WikiLeaks dumps are not going to end. They're not going to end. Now, I know people at CNN rather attack Tapper, Wolf Blitzer, Brianna Keeler, or Dana Bash. I know in their minds, ah, people aren't going to really pay attention because the election's going to be over and everything now is moot. But you see, right now, in polls, regardless of how we look at those polls, but polls show that the American people look at the media as being corrupt, being dishonest, and being biased. So there's no way to repair that. And yeah, at the end of the day, as more and more emails come out that show Wolf Blitzer and Hack Tapper and the rest of the CNN crew from day one working to get Hillary Clinton elected, and if she gets elected tomorrow, them being successful is only going to erode the public's faith in the press even more. So if it's in the teens as far as trust, it will be in single digits as more of these WikiLeak come out. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. 
if Trump loses and Hillary wins, this movement is not going away. Tens of millions of people are not going to all of a sudden go, yeah, Paul Ryan's our man. Especially, especially if it's as close as we all say it is. If it's not a blowout, all the hoopla of Trump being dangerous and Trump being vile and Trump being a Nazi and Trump being a Klan member and so forth and so on. If it's not a blowout and Trump pulls off North Carolina and he pulls out Ohio and he pulls out Iowa. The Republican Party's going to have to take notice. The Democrats are going to have to take notice. They're going to have to say, okay, what did he do? What message is it that got turnout in some of these states that we didn't get before? And how do we not lose these voters two years from now, four years from now? And how do we prevent Trump from building a coalition with a network that's uh, a little bit uh, more intricate than just Facebook feeds and some Roku uh, or smart TV device, but an own-style cable channel, something like Oprah Winfrey, something that's offered on Time Warner and Charter, something that's offered for free. And when I mean free, something with a cable package, channels that you get along with ESPN and E-Entertainment. How do we prevent him from having that channel, having that channel create programming that has things like Clinton Cash or uh, that Indian fellow, Doshushi Amashi, whatever his name is, who created Hillary's America, things like that, conservative programming. Republican programming, programming that combats the liberal narrative. So when liberals say, no, 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 we want X, Y, Z, all of these people want X, Y, Z. The Trump channel saying, no, 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 not so fast. Because if X, Y, Z saying they all want this, we're telling you that our A, B, and C want the opposite. So you have counter-programming. And what is going to stop if Trump loses and it's a close race, that counter-programming from being a third party that come 2020 has 30 to 40% of the vote right out of the gate. 
even just 30%. And now all you need is to suck a little away from the Democrats, suck a little away from the Republican cucks, and now you win a presidency like Bill Clinton did with less than 45% of the popular vote. And how does Hillary Clinton get anything accomplished if at the end of the day, the only reason she wins the presidency is because the liberals for the last 8 to 16 years have been creating this illegal immigration haven out in California. To the point where a Democrat starts at almost 200 electoral college votes because California is automatically in the bag because for close to 20 years they've been creating this illegal voting haven. And what I mean by that is, if you're an illegal and you came here 20 years ago, and you spit out all your anchor babies, well, guess what? All those anchor babies are now voting. And an anchor baby is not going to vote for someone who says, uh, guess what? You really shouldn't be here. Your parents came here illegally and then spit you out. Not one, not two, but three, four, five of you. And if this election's as close as we all think it is, and you talk about five, ten electoral votes, all you got to do is look at California and say, if you took that away from Democrats, you would lose every time. They would lose every time. Every time they would lose. Look at the electoral map. California surprise, man. It's the prize. Imagine if California was actually a state like Florida, where four years ago it went. Republican, four years before that, it went for a Democrat. But it's not. Liberals created California to what it is today. We have two senators running against each other, and they're both Democrats. How's that for, like, just giving up on life? That's like that husband who you see walking in the mall with the wife and there's like nine kids. And you can tell that he's just giving up on life. I got a friend like that. He only has one kid. But he's about 48 years old. And he's already given up on life. He's got a horrible, horrible job. Makes about six fifty a week. And he's like, you know what? He got the apartment. 
assistant, the manager at the restaurant. I go, don't you like want to do other things? Don't, I mean, you could be doing X, Y, Z. Yeah, but you know, I go, you've given up on life. Because, yeah, I've given up on life. Giving up on life. Giving up. Tomorrow's going to be big. Because really, if Hillary wins, he's going to win in a landslide. Hillary's going to win a landslide. If she doesn't win in a landslide, there's going to be a lot of hell to pay. And I'm telling you, all you never-Trumpers, all you liberal douchebags, you need to understand, Trump is not going away. If he loses, the movement is not going away. The movement is not going away. People's feelings are not going away. The millions and millions and millions and millions of people all around the United States that go to Trump rally, 10,000 here, 7,000 there, 16,000 there, are not going away. And they're not going to be turning out 15,000 strong for Paul Ryan. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to be turning out 15,000 strong for Marco Rubio. And if Trump wins North Carolina, Ohio, Iowa, two or three states that Romney couldn't win, two or three states that Romney couldn't win, Paul Ryan or Marco Rubio ain't going to win them four years from now. Remember this, my friends. Remember this. Remember this. Remember this. It's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari show. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna start to wrap things up. There is live voting right now in Dixville Notch, New Hampshire. Because remember, it's the eighth. It's the eighth right now. People are voting. They are voting. Rob Scare will be right back after these words. Yes. Yeah. Thanks to Lester. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. And when I'm in the jam, when I'm in the jam, 
Mind me of uh, I gotta get some rubbing alcohol or something. Can you guys remind me tonight or or I don't know at some point? Someone need because this mic smells like ass. And there's even there's even funk on the um, on the rim. The mic smells like ass, and there's funk on the rim. I don't know what that means, but it smells like ass, and there's, yeah. It's, it's, we talked about this two weeks ago, but nobody wants to help me out here. Nobody wants to help a friend out. All right, it's Rob Zakari. It's Rob Zakari's show. We are uh, moving into the 9 o'clock hour here, and that means it's, uh, 12.04 on the East Coast. Actually, it's election night in Dixieville, Notch, Dixville, Dick, Dixville, D-I-X-V-I-L-L-E, Dixville, Notch, New Hampshire. First in the nation, Dixville, Notch. So I guess they're, they, they vote. I'm, I was, I'm. They got the screens going on. They vote now, I guess. There must I they're in a room. There's there's a handful of people in a room. And they vote. Who the hell would live Dixville Notch, New Hampshire? That's all I want to know. Imagine you live in a town where it's twenty people. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. So I guess they're going to vote. Are they going to tell us what the vote is? I don't know, because there's no volumes in our section of the studio where we have all these monitors on. But All right, it's uh, Rob Scary, Rob Scary. Don't forget, you guys, you can listen to us on Spreaker. That's like the main way, I guess, people... Well, no, I, I take it back. The main way people listen to the show is blog talk radio, I guess. That seems to be the way that everybody listens to the show. That's when I'm looking at the stats, that seems to have the biggest stats is uh, 
is uh, from Blog Talk. That's where I go, oh my gosh, there's X amount of downloads. And then it goes, I guess, to iTunes and it goes to Spreaker. So those are the ways that you can um, listen to the program. So go there. It's Blog Talk Radio. Um, you can listen to us. Uh, it's uh, Rob's Carry Show. And then, of course, uh, you can uh, listen to us on uh, iTunes. And, of course, you can uh, listen to us. Oh, God. What are the other? Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm missing here. Blog Talk, Spreaker, iTunes, and uh, iHeartRadio. That's the other one. I'm getting confused because it's almost 7 a.m. and I'm watching a screen and have Lady Gaga in North Carolina. And I we don't have the volume on, but she's dressing – she dressed like a Nazi. And apparently – She's doing this on purpose. Um, I, I, I kid you not. If you go to CNN right now, Lady Kaka is dressed like a Nazi. She's got the black, um, like a black outfit, like all black, a red armband on, like the Nazis. And then she has a a, a brooch on her chest. Uh, I mean, she looks like a Nazi. Uh, and I got to imagine she's uh, pretending that she is, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess if you, well, let's, hold on. It's just amazing where we are uh, in this. And there's Don Lemon smiling. Look at he's like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Please laughing and smiling. Hold on. I don't know about the whole you know it's amazing that Lady Kaka is dressed like a Nazi as she's Talking about Hillary Clinton as she's 
implore. She's even got a red little button on her. <sighs> the baby Jesus pray. Seriously, it, I, I would love. I love for tomorrow we could stuff this victory of people like Lady Gaga's ass. Oh, seriously. But this is with her not uniform on. It's a trip. Oh, God. And watching Don Lemon all excited, just just practically peeing himself, watching Lady Kaka. CNN's just, they, they are going all out. They are going all out broadcasting. They're doing, imagine, they're doing, this is CNN for you. They're doing a split screen with Lady Kaka and Mike Pence. So, a guy who's a governor of a state is sharing, you know, and people, it's funny when people say, what is going on with our country? How could we have somebody like Donald Trump running for president? What is a reality stuff? Well, here's the, uh, the, the major news network. It's the major news network. CNN is the network that is in the airports and it's in the doctor's offices and it's if if school is going to put on the news, if you're gonna be in a high school and they're gonna have news or anything like that, it's CNN. And here's CNN broadcasting at a as a split screen. And I'll tell you, split screen, split screen, Lady Gaga, dressed as Hitler, Governor Mike Pence. So it's not. How can we have Donald Trump? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The media, the liberals, they created the culture. They created the culture that has a governor of a state, a governor who affects the lives of men, women, children every day. His policies, his ideas, he affects. Everyday Americans, he affects their lives in profound ways. And he's sharing the media spotlight with Lady Gaga. And you wonder, how did we get to this point? Well, that's CNN. Democrats, ask the liberals. Ask them, how do we get to this point?
How did we get to this point? They created it. Never forget. Liberals created the environment that we are in today. Never, ever forget that. Oh, God. It's amazing. It's Rob's Gray. It's Rob's Gray Show. Ah. All right, as we're winding this down, like I said, a lot of this is going to be moot tomorrow. Us discussing Anna Navarro's decision to vote for Hillary Clinton is going to be moot. She's going to be moot. Greg Gutfeld, this loser, this giant loser over at Fox News. What he has to say is going to be moot tomorrow. That's why I said there's going to be so much restarting. Going to be so much redoing. Rather, it's Colbert who will be gone after the first of the year. Fox News that's going to get a shake-up of epic proportions? Or CNN that's going to dramatically, and I mean dramatically, change? It is cut field. I remember this asshole. I know before again you have to bleep me out. I remember this asshole. I remember when he do that red eye show. Five. Dana Permanent asshole. When people talk about Fox being not conservative, they're not Republicans. They're full of assholes. That's all they are. Establishment. When I hear people talk about Anna Navarro, I mean, that was a big story. I don't know how it was a big story. We've all known for months Anna Navarro hates Donald Trump. And when she came out and said, I voted for Hillary Clinton instead of Donald Trump, somehow that was news. Somehow it was a top story. And somehow we're supposed to believe Anna Navarro matters. She's never mattered. She was just some cuck, 
so, some some conservative half-ass conservative Republican half-ass Republican cuck that CNN could put on TV and bash Trump. But she's a failure. She's always been a failure. With all of her Latino mumbo-jumbo talk and what Republicans have to do and what Donald Trump has to do, apparently she doesn't know what has to be done because she was supposed to be Latino outreach for the McCain camp. She was supposed to be the bridge between the Latino vote and the John McCain campaign. Well, John McCain got his ass handed to him. John McCain got his ass handed to him. So all this great wisdom from Anna Navarro meant nothing. Meant absolutely nothing. And Navarro has not been part of a winner her entire life. The only thing that she's been part of is a family that got here illegally. Because you know what campaign she worked for after McCain? 2012, John, or 2014, John Huntsman. You remember John Huntsman? Exactly. Where was the uh, Latino bridge there? There was no Latino bridge. There was no white voter bridge. There was no voter bridge because John Huntsman was a loser. That's how Anna Navarro somehow bamboozled Republican pain bosses that she somehow could bring Latino voters to the Republican side. Because she talked like this. Hi, it's Anna Navarro. She brought nothing. She brought nothing. Nothing for the McCain campaign. They blew God knows how much money they paid that twat. John Huntsman blew money on that twat. She brought nothing. And after she conned these two campaigns into hiring her, there was nobody left to con. CNN. She was the conservative pundit that would play ball, that wouldn't rock too many boats at CNN. And who did she back in 2016? Jeb Bush, another effing loser. And yet, it's somehow a big deal that Anna Navarro is voted for Hillary Clinton. 
Anna Navarro is a loser. She was a loser working for John McCain. She was a loser working for John Huntsman. She's a loser at CNN. She's a loser backing Jeb Bush. Her life is one big zero. And now when you talk about Greg Gutfield, it's another cuck. That's all he is. A loser. Big contribution. Was the three most important lies about this election. One, the election was about the outsider. Not really. It was about culture. And his big thing was the media in the tank for filling the name of the candidate. No, the media is in the tank for ratings. Remember, Trump got more free media than all the candidates combined. Another moron. Another moron who somehow, somehow equates free media and free media of somebody bashing you 24 hours a day as being a positive thing. Ask Gary Johnson about free media. Because Gary Johnson got a lot of free media. He did. Gary Johnson got a lot of free media. You know what that free media was? Not knowing what the hell Aleppo was. Ask Gary Johnson how that worked out for him. See, the cucks, the never-trumpers like Greg Gutfield still can't bring themselves to admitting that Trump has something that their beloved candidates didn't have and never will have. And in turn, they keep trying to say, oh, Trump is only where he is because he got free media. He was the darling of the media. He, he was the darling? Yeah, look at all that coverage he got. Listen, listen. I watched Trump and his rallies in their entirety when they were on MSNBC. And there was nothing free. BC and Chris Matthews showing 40 minutes of a Trump rally and then spending 20 minutes dissecting with Joy Reid. And Josh Barrow and uh, Dana Milbank and every other liberal douchebag at MSNBC's disposal. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Smoking gets tons of free media. And you know what that media on smoking is? A woman with a colostomy bag. 
because she smoked and got cancer and they had to have her asshole cut out. Or a guy smoking a cigarette through a blowhole in his throat. It's not very positive. It's free because I watch the ads every hour. But it's not positive. It doesn't make me want to go out and smoke. When Donald Trump's talking to Don Lemon for a half hour getting his free media and talking about blood out of eyes, wherever, and now the news cycle for 24 hours a day, seven days, is Donald Trump talking about Megyn Kelly's menstrual cycle is not positive free media. So when Greg Gutfield goes, no, the media is in the tank for ratings. Remember, Trump got more free media than all the candidates combined. Every network loved him because he made them money by getting them eyeballs, which helped pave the way for his nomination. Well, again, smoking ads and people railing against things doesn't make that positive, you idiot. So when they show Trump do a rally, and then Michael Nutter and Bakari Sellers and Paul Begala talk about him being the Antichrist, well, how is that positive? Greg Gutfield, moron. So as you complain about the awareness of the coverage against Trump, now remember that that without the media, you wouldn't even be having this conversation. Instead, you'd be wondering about how big the margin will be in the Rubio win. Sure. Yeah, cock. How? Just how? With the FBI investigation, the FBI cleared her gut field. Oh, I forgot. Rubio be, would be winning by 20 points in Ohio. He'd be winning by 30 points in Pennsylvania. How you figure, Gutfield? See, it's, it's, it's these guys, man. These guys are worse than liberals. They really are. These guys are worse than liberals because we expect what we get from liberals. We expect people like Michael Nutter. We expect the bullshit to come out of their mouth, but we're not expecting that from our own. You're not expecting your own children to shit on you, but you do. And it's disgusting, and it's moot, because after tomorrow, it's all over. To an extent, it doesn't matter who wins. Because the Greg Gutfields will be gone tomorrow. Yeah, they'll have their shows. 
They'll still be sitting there with Dana Perino, that twat. But come January, I'll be gone. The Anna Navarro's gone. It'll all be moot. So tonight, let's give a shout out and a goodbye to the Anna Navarro's and the Greg Gutfields and the BuzzFeed John Avalons. And the Ashwan Mashman at the Daily Beast. And Olivia Nunzio. Stephen Colbert. Let's give them all a goodbye. Because after tomorrow, everything's going to change. Rather Trump wins, rather Trump loses. We'll be done. Election. Will be going on to rebuilding this country. If it's Trump, we'll be rebuilding this country into what we on this side want to see in America. And if we lose, it will be we on this side. Building the next four years a third party with Trump at the top, a starting with 30%, and then peeling off 8% from the Democrats, 8% from the Republicans, and winning the 2020 election with about 40 Four percent. So Rob Zakari Show, listen to me, you guys. We're out of here. Uh, we'll see you somewhat tomorrow. Um, we're not going to necessarily be on for two or three hours. It's election night. Uh, but we'll pop on, talk about the results, and then we'll see where we go. From there, don't forget you can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us on Spreaker. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Facebook. You can listen to us on Twitter. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio. It's Rob's Gary Show. You guys are the best. Get out and vote tomorrow. If you want to save this country, vote Trump. I know some of you don't like Trump. But the alternative is Hillary Clinton and four more years of liberals recrafting this country into a country that we will no longer recognize. So Rob Zakari, we'll see you guys tomorrow night on election.